listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM. Our phone number, 312-255-8408, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackowitz and Mark Teresi on this Monday morning here in Chicago, February 1, mm-hmm. 2021. And 10 years ago today was a great blizzard, uh, dumped 21 inches of snow, shut down Lakeshore Drive, which was an incredible night for, light nightmare for many people. We have a great second-half program lined up. Sister Patricia Crowley, a dear friend, son of the St. Scholastica Monastery, Monastery, and Sister Belinda Monahan, also part of the St. Scholastica Monastery. Patsy and Belinda, welcome to the program this morning. How are you both? Oh, very well, Greg. Thank you for having us on the show. Oh, this is wonderful. In fact, uh, when I was at St. Mary's in Evanston from 2610 to 2016, I had the privilege and honor of coming to the monastery uh, once in a while to have mass with the community of sisters um, yeah. of your community. And it was such a, it was, I really enjoyed mass in the morning with your community. Those were great we're times. We're happy to have you. Those were great times. And it, uh, and so just to have you both on the program here today and uh Mark, you can uh, you know both of them well, so you can ask the first question. Oh, I'm honored that that you're on the program today to talk about the Benedictine Charism and Ministry. But I think first, listeners are always fascinated with uh, religious journey, the the journey to religious life. So maybe Patsy and Belinda, could you share a little bit of how did you end up becoming a Benedictine sister? Okay, well, I'll go first since I'm older. I I, um, went to school at uh, St. Scholastica High School and loved the sisters there. My parents had been oblates of St. John's Monastery in Minnesota, Mm -hmm. and so um, I had learned about the rule of Benedict from childhood. And so I was went to St. Scholastica's and um, really respected the sisters there, both their love of scripture and liturgy and also of social justice. So that's a short version. How about letting folks know again what the Rule of Benedict is? Um, the Rule of Benedict is a document from the 5th century, and um, it is a document for people to learn to live in community and to seek God in prayer and community. And it's a wonderfully practical document. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the basis of our our lives and our spirituality. Beautiful. That's a great summary. Now, Belinda, what about you? 
Um, as Patsy noted, I am a little bit younger. I was growing up in the 70s and 80s, um, and I didn't have very many, very much exposure to sisters. So for me, the call to religious life was um, kind of out of the blue. Hmm. I had been a student at Northwestern, and then I became an associate at the Shield Catholic Center, and I was getting more and more involved. And so eventually, um, my spiritual director actually asked me if I was interested in becoming a sister. And I laughed at her and said no. And about a year later, the thought emerged back in my head um, that I needed to think about it. And so it, it took me a good long time. I was in my late 30s before I even considered entering a monastery. What did you study at Northwestern? I, my degree is in anthropology. My Ph.D. is in anthropology. I, was an, I am an archaeologist. So you've gone on many digs then? I have, yes. Uh, now, do I remember? Have big, you brought that's people? Very cool. Yeah, have you brought people on digs? I mean, you've kind of tied spirituality into that, haven't you? I do. For me, archaeology is a way of uh, kind of seeing the diversity of people and the way that people can live, and seeing God's fingerprints in all the different ways that people live together and work together and um, are just are together. So. Um, Yes. Out, out of curiosity, Belinda, where'd you go to high school? I went to high school in New Jersey. Oh, oh you're public... not from Chicago. I am not from Chicago, no. Oh, but did undergrad at Northwestern, got your Ph.D. at Northwestern? I did my Ph.D. at Northwestern. I did my undergrad at Boston University. Interesting. Hey, Patsy, uh, how, uh, what's, what's your anniversary this year in religious life? Um, I celebrated 60 years. 60, 60 years. 60 years. And I, I know, God, God bless you, Patsy. And I know Patsy for years and years. You always make it real, and it's <laughs> always rooted in the gospel. And, you know, like, a, for, for, I'll give a for instance, and I'm going to ask you a question. But, like, for instance, Deborah's Place. You know, what a beautiful ministry yeah. rooted in the gospel. You had your battles in terms of people not understanding that gospel value of caring for folks that way. How do you, how do you keep it real? I mean, sixty years, and you probably have. Well, you and have. And whenever you meet Patsy, you're welcomed and greeted with a smile. Exactly. <laughs> so. Well, uh, I, you know, one of the things that I'm um, going to be offering this month on our um, on uh, streaming uh, is. Uh, practice of Lectio Divina, and that is uh, something that I have done for a good part of my life, and I think it does root me each day in the gospel and connects my life to the gospel. Could you explain it? How about this? Uh, Mark, take us to break. Okay. we come back. Patsy, explain Lectio Divina. Okay, that'd be great. That's, that's great. So WNDZ 750M on your dial, Catholic Chicago, 312 if you have any questions for Sister Patsy Crowley, Sister Belinda Monahan, 312-255-8408, Catholic Chicago. We'll be back in a few minutes.
The word made clear is exactly what its name implies. It's an easy-to-understand explanation of the Word of God, the Gospel. Hello, I'm Father James McElhone, Director of Biblical Formation for the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'd like to invite you to take our free online Bible study program by going to thewordmadeclear.org. Our website offers an audio-based guide to the Gospels of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Listen to my lectures and follow along with the handouts provided. There are even discussion guides. You can also explore the biblical roots of the Mass. And there are links to a wide variety of biblical sources that will benefit both teachers and students of the sacred scriptures. Just go to wordmadeclear.org to experience our free online Bible study program. Again, it's free at wordmadeclear.org. It's the Word of God. Enjoy. There is so much waiting for you at Catholic Charities Senior Services. We offer programs and services to help make the most of every day. Friendships and fun are guaranteed at our drop-in senior centers. Our adult daycare centers offer enjoyment and greater supervision to seniors who need it while their caregivers get a break. Holy Family Villa provides a beautiful, safe environment for seniors looking for short or long-term residential facility. And we offer assistance with senior benefits, care coordination, congregate and home-delivered meals, hospital transition, and much more. For more than 100 years, we have accompanied seniors through every transition in their lives, and we are here for you now. Catholic Charities is a name and an agency you can trust. Call Senior Services today at 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. We're back. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. on your dial, Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Teresi. Is you know, Mark, uh, Mark Michael Kip. May runs a tight ship there. He does. He, he does. keeps us a straight and narrow path. And he looks very Irish with that cap with on. With that cap on. Yes. He does. He really does. His cap and his mask. Well, I was going to say, Father uh, Greg Sackowitz and Mark Teresi, his designated driver. <laughs> um, we're back. <laughs> to put cones we're, around me. We're back. If I fell. <laughs> Sister Patsy Crowley, Sister Belinda Monahan, both Benedictines, St. Scholastica Monastery. Patsy, before we uh, took the break, we were, you were going to explain to us a little bit about Lexio Divina and how people can connect with it. Sure. Um, Lexio Divina is an ancient way of praying the scriptures, and it's, it's not Bible study, as the wonderful um, ad for the Catholic Archdiocese Bible study is. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really a way of prayer, and it's a way of um, taking a word or phrase from a, the Scripture and allowing it to um, really intersect, really um, speak to our own lives. And it's a very simple um, way, but very profound and I'm going to be doing, a, unfortunately, the group is closed right now because there are too many people that are interested in this. But wow. if people want to contact, we may offer another one uh, once a month. Um, my email is P, for Patricia, Crowley, at org. One more time, Patsy. P, as in Patricia, Crowley, C-R-O-W-L-E-Y, 
at osbchicago.org. Okay, good. Yeah, and can I can I mention the sure. other things we're offering once a month? Um, we're offering um, a discussion, reflection, prayer about Fratelli Tutti, which is the new encyclical that the Pope wrote. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and it's um, I'm I'm drawn to I was drawn to read it and then to do something with it because it talks about human solidarity in very profound ways, and it really um, presents ways to dialogue when we don't agree with another person or another group of persons, which is particularly pertinent right now in our society. Now, Patsy, is that session open or is that close to? That's open, too. And again, they can get you at P. Crowley? At OSB, Order of St. Benedict. Uh, Chicago.org. And that's going to take place when? And it's on the third Thursday evening of each month. Okay, now speaking of dates for a moment, Belinda, talk to us about the uh, World Day of Prayer for Consecrated Life, February 2nd, which happens to be tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow, and it's a a World Day of Prayer. I think for me, days like that are so important because I didn't grow up with Catholic sisters in school or with... um, Knowing Catholic sisters in my parish, I knew very few sisters. And so events like this, for me, give uh, the broader church a chance to recognize and to see, to kind of increase the visibility of the men and women religious who have done such good work um, and continue to do such good work um, in the Catholic church, but who have become less visible over time. Now, is this World Day of Prayer for Consecrated Life open in the public? It's. It's um, it's a, an event. It's not really an event. It's a series of events. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that in churches everywhere, um, there will be special prayers for Got, okay, gotcha. men and women religious. So, yes. And maybe we can talk for a moment about Catholic Sisters Week, March 8th through the 14th. Um, and National Catholic Sisters Week, again, serves much the same purpose. It's mm-hmm. to celebrate women religious. Um, who are largely, in, or not largely invisible right now, but less visible than we used to be in the world. Now, Belinda and my paths crossed, I think, profoundly with the National Religious Vocation Conference, National Fund, Catholic Religious Vocations. Belinda was on the board. I helped start up the fund, which funds college um, debt for vocations. Um, how are vocations doing from your perspective, either of your perspective, in terms of um, the broader name vocation to the religious life, but also to a lay leadership in the church. Any ideas on, you know, give us your ideas. Where are we? Where are we? Um, I'm happy to, to answer that. I think we're, we're doing okay. I think we we have the idea that, that there's a, a single vocate that there's a singular vocation for everybody. And what I really like to do is talk about the, the broadening of vocation. So I have a vocation event coming up during national uh, during Catholic Sisters Week, um, which is to try to help people listen to where God is calling them in their everyday life, where God is already speaking to them. And I think by broadening the idea of vocation and having people, uh, understand that God is calling to us at every moment of every day. Uh, it will help us uh, then move into understanding what 
what God is calling us to, which is love and service to his people, uh, no matter how, what form that takes. Now, Patsy, you have been part of religious life, you said, for 60 years, which is hard to believe because you are still 39 years old. So mm-hmm. just uh, the numbers just don't add up in my head here. Patsy and my wife are both 39. Exactly, 39. And, uh, but now the question I have, Patsy, is in all your years that you've been part of religious life, what's one of the biggest myths that you always try to tell people what religious life is not? Oh, well, it's not. That's interesting. I can talk about what is. That's my positive attitude. Um, <laughs> Which is but, very true. But, but you know, not. Um, I would say... Dull, boring, you know, something like that. It's not a magical way. It's a one that takes human work. Hmm. Okay. That, that, I like that. I like that. That's a, that's a great response. And we were talking during the break, Greg and I, I talking about Deborah's place. Um, that's human work. What what exactly. was accomplished in terms of Deborah's place? Before what, we get into Deborah's place, get into a break. Let's take a break. When we come back, Patsy, I got to keep Mark online. Uh, otherwise, I'm, Michael gets I'm upset with me. I'm just fascinated with this conversation. <laughs> um, if when we come back, Patsy, I, I would just be curious. Where did that come from? It may have come from a moment of prayer. It may have come. But anyway, you brought people to ministry in, in, in Deborah's place and so many other things that you do. But we'll talk about that when we get back because Greg's already given me cut, cut, cut. <laughs> WNDZ, 750 AM on your dial, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408, 312-255-8408. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. staff members work every day to end poverty and homelessness. We do this on a one-to-one basis with anyone who asks for help. We also work with organizations who study these issues across our city, state, and nation. The Wilson Sheehan Lab for Economic Opportunities, or LEO, at the University of Notre Dame is one of these research centers. Through our partnership with LEO, Catholic Charities has gained valuable insights into scientific evaluation methods that determine the most effective interventions to help people avoid poverty and homelessness. Along with our experience and compassion, trusted research is helping Catholic Charities offer hope and so much more to anyone in need. For more information, visit catholiccharities.net. Hello, I'm Cardinal Blaise Supich. I got my COVID-19 vaccination and you should too. It took just a few seconds and was painless. The Food and Drug Administration determined the new vaccines are safe and effective. And the Holy See, as well as the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops has concluded getting the COVID-19 vaccine is an act of love of our neighbor and part of our moral responsibility for the common good. We have lived with the pandemic for many months and I know we're all getting tired of it. Vaccination is one of the most important ways you can protect your health and the lives of those you love and help bring the pandemic under control. When it is your turn, I urge you to be vaccinated. 
And remember to do your part by wearing a mask, washing your hands, and watching your distance. Thank you, and God bless you all. We're back, WNDZ 750 AM on your dial, Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackwitz, Mark Teresi here with Sister Patricia Crowley, Sister Belinda Monahan. Patsy, when we took the break, I was asking you, when you look at a ministry, like you're talking about human work, uh, Deborah's Place is human work. A lot, of, a lot of projects you've been involved with are human work. We're, and they're original. I mean, it's not like there was one and then you just did this. Where, where do those moments come from to engage people in a ministry that you believe with your whole heart and soul? Yeah, well, I think it comes from our opening our eyes to what's around us. The women who founded Deborah's Place saw women on Michigan Avenue who were homeless, and I think would be very... Um, Sad today to to know that that is continuing, mm -hmm. and Deborah's patients continue that response to that reality. Another reality that um, I've been involved in more recently is the presence of unaccompanied children who come to our country seeking asylum. Wow! Along with the Viatorians um, at Viator House of Hospitality. We began a. We also began a um, a program for young women, and so Bethany House of Hospitality has had 49 young women from 17 different countries over the three years, and it's really um, the, the collaboration of Illinois women religious that has made that happen. So, you Pastor, know? you must have some gut wrenching stories of younger people coming unaccompanied by an adult to this country. Right, I do. It's so sad. I, I can just mention really briefly a couple. Um, Please do. There are two, there are two women who are living with us right now who come from East Africa, and they escaped their countries um, separately um, with their families, and then as they went to another African country, and then gradually um, they lost track of their families. Their families got separated by whatever circumstances. And each of them were able, after working hard, to get to Brazil and then to walk through the Darien Gap and through in Central America and into this country. They've been with us since the beginning, those wow. two. There are another um, two at the house right now um, who come from Asia and they have two sisters who are in detention in Texas. So there were four of them. And the oldest one was sold into um, slavery, trafficking um, oh, by wow. her mother. And so she um, escaped and mm. took her three younger sisters, and they all, their grandmother paid for them to come to Brazil. And they too walked through the Darien Gap and into. Um, into our country eventually to make it short. They but truly were risking their lives. Yeah. 
amazing. Those are just two stories. If we just have another minute or two. But before we close, Belinda, in your life as an archaeologist, what was your greatest dig and greatest find? <laughs> it's, it's harder to answer that question. I think that the greatest part about digging is the, the community that we build. Um, being part of excavations allows me to uh, build relationships across different cultures. So uh, working with, when I was a senior in high school, working with our Belizean excavators, or for the past 20 years I've been working in Armenia and working with my Armenian colleagues and uh, watching a nation uh, rebuild itself after uh, the Soviet collapse. And then uh, this summer watching it through that dreadful war. Um, mm. But the, the relationships that I've built, I feel like, have been the best part of my experience. I like that. I like, it's a great mm-hmm. answer because I've always loved archaeology and your discoveries of you know finding this or finding that uh, under our earth and uh, histories and civilizations. So I find it very cool. Uh, for uh, Passy, before we close, any closing thoughts? Or again, give us the website for people to learn more about the uh, you know St. Scholastica community and Benedictine life. And can I add, knowing Patsy, where can they contribute to support the mission Good. of Bethany House and or uh, by the... Give um, us a web or a phone, yeah. phone, phone number. Okay, thank you. Um, the website for the Benedictine Sisters is osbchicago.org. One more time. Order of St. Benedict, osbchicago.org. And the Facebook page is under Benedictine Sisters of Chicago. And there are lots of offerings. There's there's some offerings on La Dauta Sea. There's some dream work, you know, the the offerings that Belinda mentioned and and the ones that I mentioned. Wonderful. Um, in terms of Deborah's place, or excuse me, in terms of Bethany House, mm-hmm. um, the donations can either be sent to me at St. Scholastica Monastery um, and um 7430 North Bridge Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60645. Or they can be through our website, which is bethanyhouseofhospitality.com. Very good. We want to thank in a very special way Sister Patsy Crowley and Sister Belinda Monahan for joining us today on the program. We're talking about religious life and the great work they do. Patsy, how about 60 more years? Yeah, how about it? Sounds good. God bless you. So, Patsy and Belinda, thank you for joining us today on the program of Catholic Chicago. Thank you to co-host Mark Teresi. Great to be with you, Mark, even though you gave me that shout-out about the the, the put-down about the White Sox not drawing good crowds. But once they open up crowds, (laughs) they'll be coming back to a guaranteed rate park. Special thank you to our producer, Vince Girasoli and Michael May, engineer, along with Javi Garcia. Gentlemen, great job as usual to all. God bless Drive safely. Cold weather coming. Have a great day. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.